Don't pay retail for your diamond engagement ring or gift. Come to CleanOrigin.com. Founded by a leading family in the diamond industry for more than a century, we're experts in lab-grown diamonds because that's all we do. Clean Origin, the only diamond jewelers who give you a 100-day, no-questions-asked return on your purchase. Head to CleanOrigin.com or one of our retail stores and mention code RADIO10 for 10% off your purchase. That's CleanOrigin.com, code RADIO10. This is the music I've selected for the Christmas play. Welcome to the Bob and Sherry Show with Bob. Don't talk to me about Christmas, will you? All that sticky, phony goodwill. I'd like to get a giant candy cane and beat the wings off a sugar plum fairy. And Sherry. I'm Mrs. Claus. No wonder he only leaves home once a year. And now, broadcasting from our beautifully decorated, toasty, warm Bob and Sherry studios, it's Bob and Sherry. Happy Cyber Monday, everybody. Show of hands, who cannot eat one more bite of Thanksgiving leftovers? Oh, my God. (laughs) Even... (laughs) <laughs> Leftovers are my favorite thing because when you cook, you lose your appetite, but even I'm kind of done with it. So happy Cyber Monday. I want to kick the show off by telling you guys, I'm always saying that you got to be so careful when you buy something online because you right. don't know if you don't like check the web address and double, triple check that everything's spelled right. <clears throat> so yesterday, my my youngest, um, of course, was home for Thanksgiving break. And yesterday before um, going back to school, I'm, I'm down and we're chatting and Karen was all upset. Um, she's been ripped off by a website. And I was like, what do you mean? You've been, how do you know you've been ripped off by a website? Karen goes, well, because I, I gave them the money and I probably should have checked it, but I gave them the money and I paid for it. And now, now everything, look, and she flips her computer screen around. So this is a company where you send them a list of songs and they cut a custom vinyl album for you. And mm-hmm. you can give it as okay. a gift. I didn't know it's, that was possible. That's kind of cool. Isn't that cool? It's the yeah. Gen Z mixtape, right? Mm-hmm. So you got your girlfriend or your boyfriend or whatever, and you pick all your favorite songs. And instead of making a mixtape, you have a custom vinyl made and you can help design the cover art. And it's it's actually really super cool. So because um, of shipping times, my kid chooses a company that does this that's in Athens, Greece. Mm-hmm. and pays the money and what they do is they send you a dropbox link you upload your music to their dropbox link they cut your vinyl and ship it um so she gets pays the money clicks open the email and the dropbox link is full and not accepting new admissions so now complete like she's lost her money which she works really hard for and she's so upset so i'm like let let mommy um care in this situation but good she's like it won't matter nobody responds so i go and i look at their they have a facebook i look at their facebook they haven't posted since last august red flag red flag red flag when businesses yeah yeah have facebook's and they're defunct like you need to know something sketchy so there's um there's a phone number but when you call it it rings into an office in athens and the and the answering machine is all in greek so that's no good so there's mm-hmm. a text message box. So, you know, t- live chat. So Karamia has texted, how do I cancel my order? No response. Again, no response. Again, no response. So I text. Now I grab the computer away from her and into the text put thing I put. Um, the credit card cleared, but the Dropbox link is not working. Please advise. Second, literal seconds later. Hi, Karamia. We're happy to help. And they fixed it. 
They wouldn't fix it when she asked to cancel the order. They don't answer the phone. They don't respond to email. Their Facebook is dead. Be so careful. I think, I think we're going to be okay. I think we sorted it out and she'll get her vinyl and not be ripped off. So you think it's a legitimate company that's doing that? Once they, well, once I, once I asked the right question and not cancel my order, they sent me the Mm -hmm. correct Dropbox link. We uploaded the music list. Everything's, Mm -hmm. we got a shipping notification, when to expect it. So I think we're going to be okay. But the point here is, I think this one will have a happy ending. And if it doesn't, we all know that it won't be Karamia who's out $61. It'll be Karamia's mom who makes that good (laughs) because Karamia, that's Karamia's Christmas money that she's shopping with. Um, But you want to be so careful. Later in today's show, we've got the big Cyber Monday scams that we're going to break it down and show you the little tricks, the little ways that they fool you. But once you know their tricks, you're never going to get fooled again. So we've got that coming up later in today's show. Be so careful. I think the whole vinyl thing is hysterical. Do you really? Like, what what do you mean? Well, I mean, you know, when I was a kid, we had vinyl and there was a problem. After a while, it became scratchy. And when I first heard CDs, I went, this is the most amazing thing in the world. And then the vinyl people a few years later came out with, um, well, you know, if you have a really good ear, uh, nothing sounds as rich and full as vinyl. I've got a pretty good ear and I disagree. Um, But then again, you know. Maybe my ear isn't what it should be, and people are hearing things. My, my, my point is this. Um, they're taking digital music, the way it sounds on digital music, and then transferring it to vinyl. So would that not sound like the digital? If, if you think it sounds metallic, and that's, that's the rap that the vinyl people have, if you think that it sounds uh, kind of metallic, on digital, it's going to sound metallic on the vinyl once they transfer it over in Greece. Wouldn't that well, be the case? Yes, but remember when I said this is like the Gen Z mixtape? <clears throat> this vinyl is being given to a teenager, not to David Geffen. So I feel like it's going to be no. Not I'm just really I, I'm just interested. I, I hear you. Yeah, it, it's you. it's wonderful. And if you have an album cover and you can make it yours, I think it's very very cool. I just um, question how much of a difference the average person would hear that uh, the person that doesn't have super hearing or an incredible music um, ability between vinyl and and digital or even CDs. I have um, I am tone deaf. I have no musicality whatsoever. Like a chicken playing a kazoo will have me bop in my head. So I'm the wrong person to ask. I can't hear anything. I'm not against it. Landon, I gave all of my vinyl and I had a full collection of the Beatles. Never played before. Don't ask me how I got it. Um, And I gave it to Landon and she and and Ramsey, you know, just absolutely love it. And she has a great, I gave it to her for Christmas one year. You remember it, turntable and speakers. They love it. there are people that can really hear the difference. Musicians who really can hear the difference. I'm not one of them, but I'm just glad that somebody in Athens responded to this freaking text request so my kid didn't get ripped off. Y'all be careful there today on your mm-hmm. computers and your phones doing all your Cyber mm-hmm. Monday shopping. 
We have a great comedian for you, British guy named Jack D. You're going to love it's Bob and Sherry. At the Bob and Sherry Show, we love a good cat or day photo. And we want to post your kitty best friend on our Instagram. Just send us a photo of your furry friend or you and your furry friend, and you could see them on our socials. Plus, you could pick up some great swag, including a surprise catnip toy from Dr. Pussums and your very own Bob and Sherry photo frame. Just submit your pics to bobandsherry.com on the contest tab. Every day is Catter Day from Dr. Pussums and Bob and Sherry. Bob and Sherry books, swag, and the mother of all mothers merch. Just hit shop at bobandsherry.com. Well, we opened up talking about how much food we uh, enjoyed over the uh, Thanksgiving holiday. Mary and I went out for dinner. It was just the two of us. And we had a nice little turkey at a local restaurant that we like. This is our uh, 13th year of just being together. At Thanksgiving, because our kids go to see uh, our uh, exes, and and we're we're fine with it. You know, we have a good time together. There's no aggravation. We sit there. Uh, we try to get as close to a table with uh, twelve screaming kids as possible to feel smug about our day, where we don't have to deal with anything like that. And speaking of food, we did not get this. I have never had this, but I saw a recipe for. Lobster mashed potatoes as a side dish. I I want to go to. I want to be invited to the house that is serving an three pounds medium Yukon gold potatoes, two sticks unsalted butter, one pound cooked and picked lobster meat, claws reserved with the rest cut into bite sized chunks, one cup milk, one cup sour cream, and kosher salt. I want to go to that Thanksgiving feast. I want to be with people that are so rich that their mashed potatoes must have lobster, fresh (laughs) lobster meat in them. The only thing I'm worried about is when they announce, oh, here's the uh, lobster mashed potatoes, and it gets passed around. I am just worried about what I would become to the others at the table, because I got to be honest, I've never had that before. I like an animal. Become an animal. You know what I would do? I'll, I'll be honest. Um, I'd look at it and I'd go, okay, there's, there's quite a bit of mashed potatoes here and I can see all the chunks of lobster. So I'm going to take this serving spoon and I'm going to try to avoid a lot of the mashed potatoes and just get some of the mashed potatoes and some lobster in there. And I'm and watching go- you do that. And then I'm, I'm going to bunch it together so it's like a little castle. doesn't look yeah. like it's spread all over my plate. And that's what I'm worried about, that somebody's going to bust me. Saying, I'm watch did it. you see what he did with the lobster mashed potatoes? Never invite, never invite that cretin back again. <laughs> and when someone says, "Mom, I thought we were having lobster mashed potatoes," well, chit chat did. Um, you're just having mashed. I potatoes. know, I know. Well, we <laughs> were, hun, but uh, you know that everybody that has seems, specials. That seems like I've seen that on restaurant menus. I've seen that on really? like, cooking. I've seen that on the cooking uh, shows that I watch. I've seen it on YouTube, but I've never seen it with Thanksgiving because Thanksgiving is already such a food orgy. That seems so yeah. rich beyond rich to add to it. Well, this was this was featured in in uh, Down East magazine, so you know, I guess in parts of Down East, Maine, that's a common I, thing. But it never was when I was growing up. I've never had that, and I've had lobster mac and cheese. Year. Huh? I didn't even make a turkey this year. Really? The, um, 
last year, <laughs> my oldest daughter said, Mom, next Thanksgiving, instead of making a turkey, because nobody really cares, which I thought was a bold statement to just completely chuck the entire holiday right out the window. Yeah, Mother, that, 400 really years of, of tradition, right? Mother, nobody really cares about turkey. She said, can we have, can we have individual Cornish hens? So oh. we each have like a miniature like turkey. It'll be like, <laughs> honey, I shrunk the kids. <laughs> 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 and so I was like, you know, I like my traditions, but okay, let me, let me see if that, let me see how that survives a whole year. Well, um, that was last Thanksgiving as the year worked its way around. I haven't. A tiny individual hens are a turkey. So I was like, no, we're going to have, I'm going to do tiny individual hens. And so that's what I did. You and did it again. so cute. Yeah. No, no turkey wow. this year. Wow. I've turkey. never heard of anybody doing that before. How many were, how many hens are henning? There were just, I kept it really small this year. There were only mm-hmm. five of us. So oh, okay. I cooked yeah. six so that we would have leftovers because they were each tiny. Like each one was about the size of a grapefruit. And yeah. they were so cute. It was like yeah. it was like Barbie doll Thanksgiving. Yeah, it was great. That's very cute. Yeah. I mean, I'm very traditional with the turkey thing, so I would prefer turkey. But I could see that would be very appealing. Everybody gets their own little hen. Oh, it was the, the cutest little things on the plate. So I can't wait to see what next year it'll be. No one cares about poultry. Can we have tofurkey? <laughs> I can't wait to see what next year is. Morons yeah. in the News is next. It's Bob and Sherry. Are you ready? We never seem to run out. You're both morons. Morons in the news with Bob and Sherry. In all the years we've been doing morons in the news, I have never seen a story quite like this one. It comes from Great Britain. Eight members of the same family have been jailed after a bloody brawl broke out at a wedding reception involving 60 guests. The Stokesmen, these are... These are all guys that are related. They're in the same family, brothers, cousins, whatever. The Stokes men, Brian, Edward, Terry, John, Steve, John II, Edward II, and Thomas, aged between 21 and 55. That's quite That's quite a span. They were attending a reception at the Daresbury Park Hotel in uh, Warrington, in Great Britain, when the brawl broke out. The eight family members threw chairs tables, and glasses at each other, and also used fire extinguishers as weapons. The relatives caused about $19,000 in damage during the hotel scrape, where 150 were meant to be celebrating. A barman said he witnessed three men arguing about 11 p.m. Fifteen minutes later, around 40 men were fist fighting. Police were initially unable to control the situation. So the brawl, listen to this, continued with fist fighting, fire extinguisher throwing for another 45 minutes until a backup police unit arrived. Fighting continued until the moment the men were detained. Detective Constable Sophie Davis said, and I quote, the disorder caused by these men in 30 minutes led to the function room the items that were borrowed from a company as part of the wedding party and other areas of the hotel being completely destroyed. The level of violence involved meant the officers who first attended to the hotel were unable to access 
the function room to bring the other guests who were understandably shaken by what was happening to safety um, because the officers were having items thrown directly at them. The full extent of what happened was captured on footage, of course, from inside the hotel. So that'll be available eventually. And these men were intent on causing harm to each other as well as to others. 45-minute brawl, including fist throwing, extinguisher, chairs, tables. That's almost an hour of fighting. You don't, How, you don't see that, that in a movie. Stamina. Yeah, that's I crazy. know, I know. The Stokes men have been sentenced to anywhere between 18 and 27 months in prison. Wow. Wow. Do you think alcohol was involved? Is Perhaps. there any chance it wasn't? <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't think so. Again, it started at 11.15, right? Let's go to today's moron of the day from Escambia County, Florida. My man here broke into a vacation rental, took a bath, slept in the bedroom, and then made himself a cup of coffee and sat on the porch. And that's where deputies found him. He had broken a glass door to get into the home. And um, he didn't really destroy anything in the house other than the glass door. And he certainly was clean before he climbed onto the sheets. So could be a worse story you know than it actually is these stories happen all the time they happen don't they i mean like every three or four months we get something of a guy broke into a house didn't do anything at all made a peanut butter and jelly sandwich cleaned up a little bit and then took a nap in the rocking chair it's so strange i mean in in some ways my man here is a better house guest than my kids might have been you know (laughs) it's all clean and tidy Uh, We've got his mugshot, 29-year-old Zachary Murdoch. You can spot him on the Bob and Sherry Facebook page. I've named him Zachary Goldilocks because he kind of has, you know, the golden curls and also the confused look of a man who's not sure how he ended up getting his picture taken by the police. That is Morons in the News for today. Coming up, everyone needs a laugh with comedian Jack D. And... Do not get caught in a scam today. Cyber Monday, one of the biggest online shopping days of the year. A lot of great deals out there. A lot of big ripoffs. Coming up, we're going to tell you how to spot them. It's Bob and Sherry. It's the stuff we wouldn't, couldn't, shouldn't do on the regular show. The Oddcast. Oddcast on the free Bob and Sherry app. So Lamar really liked uh, Tulsa King. He reviewed it last Friday. He gave it four buds. It stars Sylvester Stallone. And Sylvester plays a guy who was in the mob in New York City. And evidently, he covered for a mob boss who did a murder, and he took the uh, rap and was sent to federal prison for 25 years. He's Well, let's, let's just play a little bit of uh, Tulsa King here. This is USP Canaan, a federal prison in northern Pennsylvania. Definitely not a great choice for a destination wedding. I've subsisted in hell holes like this for the last 25 years. And to keep what's left of my brain from deteriorating, I read some very good literature and wrote some very bad poems and tried to avoid getting shanked for a second time. I remember when I was 17, my father asked what I wanted to be. But I'd like to be a barber like him. 
I laughed in his face. I wanted to be a successful gangster. In retrospect, I asked myself if what I chose was worth 25 years of my life. The answer is no. And that is how it that is how it opens up. And then he's in a car and he is taken to the gangster's house. Beautiful home. And uh, they say, well, welcome, you know, welcome back. And he says, what are you setting me up with? And they say, "Uh, we're going to give you Tulsa. And Sly says, what? Yeah, (laughs) Tulsa, Oklahoma. It's going to be your city. And, And he goes, I don't want it. I don't, what are you kidding me? And, and, you know, it's the whole thing with Goodfellas. There's nothing to eat there. You know, it's just not the life. But that's where he gets stuck. And, and nothing against Tulsa. But, you know, this is this is a New York gangster guy. This uh, has hooked me. Lamar was right. It's Sylvester Stallone, a little on the cheesy side, but you can't take your eyes off of him. He wears the coolest clothes. He looks fantastic. And he looks very scary. And evidently, in Tulsa, the police department has an unlisted number because Sly, as the Tulsa king, sees a marijuana dispensary, walks in, and informs them that he's taken 20% of the cut and then knocks out the security guard cold. Nobody calls. It's a legal dispensary. And he gets the owner and he says, I know you got money in a safe somewhere because you're not paying taxes. How much you got? And the guy won't. But of course, then Sylvester, little muscle, it's a half a million dollars. He also uh, goes to a car dealership where uh, his driver, he hires a guy who is a taxi cab driver to be his driver. His driver has $50,000 that Sylvester Stallone gave him for a new Cadillac. They won't sell it to him because he's African-American with cash. Sylvester Stallone goes to the dealership, gets walks into the manager, the owner's office, and clocks him, knocks him right out, and then gets the car. Is there no one who could call the police and say, there is a scary man who is beating up people in Tulsa? Evidently not. Listen, if it, you have some issues with fine points like that, do not watch The Equalizer on CBS. Really? Because you'll spend every episode going, oh, come on. Oh, yeah. now seriously. Yeah. Oh, no, make yeah. it stop. Yeah. yeah. No, I've given up on that. I've just given up that he's so intimidating that he is going to be taking over. And, of course, the police now have an uh, inkling of who he is and where he is. And, and one of the most disturbing scenes, he's in a bar and this woman comes up to him, actually three or four. They were at like a party together, a bachelorette party. And uh, the third one really wants to get with him. And finally, they end up in his hotel room. And afterward, um, she says, let me ask you something. Let me ask you, how old are you? And he goes, why are you asking? I'm just, I'm just curious. This has been a great night. How old are you? He goes, well, let me put it this way. When President Kennedy was murdered, I was in high school. And she does the quick math and discovers, she looks like she's like in mid-40s. And she discovers that she has been with a 75-year-old man. And she freaks out. She is so repulsed 
that she was with a 75-year-old man, that she grabs everything that she has and runs out. So I'm just giving a heads up to any of our older guys listening. Don't let your wife see that because she'll, she'll never look at you the same way again, I don't think. But it's so entertaining. It is such a guilty pleasure. And it's called Tulsa King. And Lamar was right. Lamar was right. I don't have Paramount Plus. I got it a free preview. I'm gonna I'm gonna shell out another $7.95 a month just because of this. I have so <laughs> many I'm paying picture. for platforms. I don't know even know what they are. I mean I saw <laughs> I, I joined the Disney platform just to see the Beatles thing. And I've been watching one thing on it. So anyway, that's uh that's Tulsa King. I like How it. many buds do you give it? Do you agree with Lamar? Four. four. Yeah, four, four out of six. Four buds solid? Yeah, right. I would. Yeah, I liked it. We have, a, so. we have a really funny comic coming up. British guy named Jack D. Got some Cyber Monday scams to help you dodge. It's Bob and Sherry. Hey, it's Sherry here. Just saying a giant thank you to everyone who reaches out and contacts the show. We try to read every email, every DM, every text. We do miss some. Um, and I apologize for that. If you would like to be on the show or if something really wild has happened in your life and you'd like to be on the podcast, you can reach us at hello at B-O-B-A-N-D-S-H-E-R-I. Hello at BobandSherry.com. That's usually the most direct way, but however you reach out, thank you and thank you for listening. Who doesn't enjoy a little scandal, intrigue, and salaciousness? I know I do. Restless Shores, a podcast soap opera that will scratch your itch. Grab a cup or glass of your favorite beverage and take a break from your day-to-day. After all, what other podcast drama has more clones and psychics than necessary? Find Restless Shores wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Dr. Kim, the parentologist. As a wife, mom, therapist, and all-around juggler like most of you, I lead a hectic life, and sometimes that means indulging in foods on the go that my stomach doesn't always agree with. Thankfully, Pepto-Bismol provides me fast and effective relief for all kinds of upset stomachs. Having a little too many guilty pleasures at a family barbecue or birthday celebration may lead to indigestion or heartburn, so I always keep Pepto on hand to get fast relief when I need it the most. Pepto-Bismol, use as directed and keep out of reach of children. It is time now for the People's Movie Critic. I'm assuming that the majority of people have Netflix, okay? Except, of course, our Amish listeners, Caleb and Ovesta, who can't because they don't have electricity. <laughs> they spend all their time baking shoe fly pie and playing tiddlywinks or whatever. I don't know. But anyway. <laughs> You, know, you got to understand, if you're easily offended, this movie is not for you. Lars's terrible accent, though, you ask about that, it seems to come and go. And I'm not sure if that's on purpose because that would be funny or if he's just lazy and he wanted to get this thing over with. I know for a fact I did. I wanted to get this over with. You're going to love this. Let me, let me ask you, though, is 11 minutes and 40 seconds worth of a fight scene a little tiring? Not if you ain't the ones fighting. <laughs> I think that's a fair point. <laughs> Listen for his reviews every Friday and get all his reviews at bobandcherry.com. Sign up for our newsletter. We never spam you. Never did. Get Bob and Sherry exclusives. Just go to bobandcherry.com. I watched the John Oliver show and he did a thing about the royal family. And he is not really pro royal family. He thinks it's a big waste of money and so on. 
And he said, what do they do? They seem to go to a lot of uh, ribbon cuttings and openings. And recently, and I don't know why, Prince, I was almost said Prince, King Charles went to some sort of a club or an event where there were DJs showing him how to spin, how to spin and being a DJ. There's two DJs on either side of him. There's a turntable, two turntables, and he's between the two DJs. So we're going to play what he said, okay, because they had live mics. First, you'll hear it with John Oliver's intro, and then Max is going to play what he said again, and then we'll discuss. Here we go. When you are dealing with the royal family, it's very much worth remembering that unless you stipulate otherwise, you could end up being sent someone like this. Oh, dig that crazy rhythm. Exactly. And nobody wants that. Nobody. So he's, he's standing there. Can we play it, play it again? Oh, dig that crazy rhythm. That's the King of England saying, oh, dig that crazy rhythm. Oh, dig that crazy rhythm. He punched a button. Like an Austin and the, Powers outtake. It does. You're exactly right. He punched a button and the things, the music. What I pay you people for, honestly, throw me a bone here. I mean, it sounds just like him. It does. Dig that crazy rhythm is not, he's 70 something years old. I don't think that was even said in his teenage years. I think that's, that was a, a phrase that came out of his father's era. And let me remind everybody, his father passed at the age of 100. So no one has said, dig that crazy rhythm for approximately 80 years. And yet there's, there's the king. And, you know, he could say whatever he wants. But how awkward is that in front of two 25-year-old spinners? Oh, dig that crazy rhythm. I would love to know what the crazy rhythm was. I would just love that to know that he was digging. That he was digging. Awkward. Is is it just that we, we hear our parents, and it's hard for me to believe that Prince Philip is the kind of guy that would say, "Oh, dig the." Well, maybe if he was alone with his buds no, on a ship. You know where Charles heard that? Maybe not from Prince Philip, but from his um, mother's late sister, Princess Margaret. She was a real swinger. Like she partied with Mick Jagger. Oh, yeah. On the island of Mystique oh, yeah. back in the day, she yeah. would dig that crazy rhythm. And then his own sister, Princess Anne, uh, was was another party uh, girl on the circuit back in the day. Maybe that's where he picked it up from. Because I I can't picture Prince Philip digging anything, much less a crazy rhythm. Oh, dig that crazy rhythm. <laughs> Oh, it is just absolutely so embarrassing sounding. It, but he like, was having a good like time. Somebody, you know? I mean, it's like if somebody said, this is Jolly 23 Skidoo. You'd be like, that's exactly right. Whatever what? that means. Yeah. Dig oh, that crazy rhythm. Everybody <laughs> laughed. That's the great thing about being king, you know? No matter what you say, people, you know, if it's supposed to be funny, people are going to laugh. They're going to give you the break and all. Wouldn't it be, wouldn't it be something to know that Charles would said that and he meant it ironically, but because he's King Charles, yeah. everyone is like, the king said, dig that crazy rhythm. He might have been like, you might say that in a joking, ironic way. Now imagine yeah. everyone thought you were just that out of touch. With you know, I thought about that and 
I'm almost leaning toward giving him the benefit of the doubt. What do you think? Did he know that 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 was such an antiquated uh, expression that he used it just to be amusing? Here's uh, even though I'm the one that floated that. Here's why I will not give him that benefit of the doubt because of tampon gate. He, I think his degree of being detached from like actual functional human reality is so profound that he is completely capable of saying, dig that crazy rhythm with no eyes. Where did he get it? I mean, he, uh, you know, he could have gotten it from like a spoof movie, Austin Powers. I don't remember that in Austin Powers. When it comes to him, King Charles, I don't know where he gets a lot of these things. And it might be better that way. I just don't know where he comes up with these names. Couldn't you, couldn't you see Austin Powers, though, in a, one of those disco scenes? I think there was one in a club in swinging London back in the 60s saying, Oh, dig that crazy rhythm. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. I don't know, but anyway. That's the king oh, of England, that crazy folks. rhythm. <laughs> it's Bob and Sherry. Bob and Sherry ask, do you know a crazy cat person? Are you crazy? We are not crazy. Are you a crazy cat person? Well. Time to out yourself and proclaim to the world your love of your kitty best friend. Well. It's the My Life is All About My Cat line in the Bob and Sherry store. With t-shirts available in an assortment of colors. With the perfect style for you. Unisex, women's, and even tank tops in sizes small to 3X. Or you can have tea or coffee with your kitty pal with ceramic mugs that also say my life is all about my cat. And of course, Sherry's award-winning cooking with cats is chock full of great recipes and fun photos of felines frolicking in the kitchen. With shirts, drinkware, and a cookbook, the Bob and Sherry store has your crazy cat person covered this holiday season, even if it's you. Yeah, they're crazy, but they're a lot of fun. Just hit shop at bobandsherry.com. The Fun Size Podcast, a shareable taste of the show at our website or the free, free Bob and Cherry app. Okay, if you're tired of where you live and if you're listening to us in Buffalo and you're just done with winter, I have great news. I have found another unbelievably beautiful, charming little Italian town that looks like something out of a movie where you can buy a home for about $22,000. It's the village of Presice. And they are famous for their olive groves where they grow the olives to make a very famous kind of olive oil. And the um, local government in the town is offering up to 30,000 euros, which would be right around now $30,000, to anyone willing to move into one of these um, empty homes. And a lot of the empty homes are um, actually like, when I say apartments, Don't think of an apartment on the side of an interstate. Think of an old, beautiful stone palazzo that's been divided into apartments. That's what we're talking about here. And they've been neglected and they've been empty because people have left. So the money that they will give you to come to Presice will go um, partly into paying for the house and partly into renovating it if you need to. There's a bank and a post office And during like the Renaissance period, um, the olive oil that they grew in this part of the world was coveted like by everyone, artists, the Pope, like everybody wanted it. And they have these huge underground olive mills 
tunnels and chambers that run under the streets. It's an underground city where they manufactured, they pressed the olives and bottled it and manufactured the olive oil. And the, the mayor and the town council of this place said, this is, this is a beautiful town and it's breaking our hearts to see our old city, our districts filled with history and architecture and art just emptying and falling into disrepair. I think this sounds like a dream come true. I could never talk. I read the same article. I read the same article and I saw the pictures. It's a bigger city than you would think. I mean, by the description that you just heard with Sherry, you think, you know, one bank, one this. Uh, it It's bigger than you would think. It's not like a million people, but uh, it's it's pretty uh, pretty spread out. And it is charming. And you could see getting one of these buildings and how charming it would be to uh, live near olive groves and restore the thing. I fantasize about something like this, but here's what I worry about. When I go there to do the renovations, are there enough craftspersons available to do the uh, renovations? I tend to think a lot of the younger people have moved. They they went to Milan, Rome, wherever. That's why it's empty, yeah. Yeah, so I'm wondering... Can I get craftspersons? Because I can't do it. Can I get plumbers? Can I get uh, plasterers? Can I get somebody to do that? The other thing is, am I going to be accepted? You always get the soundbite from the mayor of the city saying, oh, we just, we want new blood. We want new people from all over the world. But once I get there and I speak broken, if that Italian, am I just another, as they say in Maine, from away? And I'm never really going to be embraced. I could care less. I spent all of Thanksgiving weekend fantasizing over moving to Presice. I have a neighbor that has made it her life's work to destroy me. I'm going to do worse in an olive oil village on the Italian coast. Is your neighbor still on the warpath even now? I didn't realize that that, uh, she was, but... um, she, she has quite a few unpleasant things to say about me to people that know me, including she didn't realize one of my family members. And it gets back. Yeah, to me. maybe it's time. So, Arriva Dershi. So, right. You know, like what, the last thing I would worry about, first of all, you are going to have a hard time finding um, craftspeople because mm-hmm. the town has emptied out and you're going to have to be on not on American an American timeline. You're, you're going to have to let go of all of that. Things are going to happen yeah, when they happen. for sure. You better mm-hmm. be able to do some of this work yourself. And whether or not you're accepted, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I think that's know. kind of meaningful. I mean, you don't want to get the stink eye every time. Yeah, well, well I'm, I'm going to make an effort, but, you know, is that enough is what I'm asking. I don't know. Maybe they'd be very welcoming. Oh, you're saving our city. Oh, that is so good. You know, maybe that happens. I don't know. Or are you just another rich American that's coming over here to steal the culture? To your face, they'll be nice. They'll be like, oh, Roberto. And behind your back, they'll be like, the little American chooch. <laughs> but you know yeah, what I know. You've got what a $22,000 villa. A chooch is not something you want to be, but that's what you'd be if you go move to Presice. But here's the thing. You're living in a villa on the Mediterranean. So so your neighbors think you're a, a little American chooch. Like, what do you care? What do you care? I don't want the stink eye. If I want that, you know, I'll, I'll go to a family reunion. I do not want the stink yeah, eye well, all the time. 
And when my family has a reunion on the Mediterranean coast, I'll show up for that too. In the meantime, I'm going to go live in a village. Straight ahead. Everyone needs a laugh. Comedian Jack D. It's Bob and Sherry. Bob and Sherry books, swag, and the mother of all mothers merch. Just hit shop at bobandsherry.com. Hey, it's time now for Everyone Needs a Laugh. Here is comedian Jack D. Those are the, those are the words I, I really dread with Christmas shopping. Is it a gift? <laughs> no, I wear 90s. <laughs> Thank you to hear. I wear out of the shop now. It would... One year, the must-have present, my kids were after it, and they, oh, they were desperate for it. I can't, what the hell are they called? Those things, you have, to, you have to pet them and look after them and feed them and stroke them and love them, and if you leave them alone, then they start pining for you, and if you neglect them for too long, they stop working altogether. Guinea pigs, that's it, guinea pigs. <laughs> yeah, that was a bit of a sad one. We came back from my New Year's holiday, just wasn't working at all. <laughs> Tried new batteries, everything. <clears throat> You know what I did this year? This is a great tip. You might want to do this. I've attached a shredder to my front door. All the Christmas cards just go straight in there. Postman comes up, he says, what is that? Don't worry, just keep doing it. Because you don't want the, oh, what a hassle, aren't they? The Christmas cards, you've got to open them and read them and see who they're from and... You've got to find somewhere to put it on a mantelpiece and you know, line them up and then some idiot opens the door too quickly. They all go... Oh, that's it. Christmas ruined. Look at that. I've got to do that again now, you idiot. Better than the e-card. You get that? You open up an email as an e-card. That's the card that says I care, isn't it? Yeah. I, care, I care that much. Or worse, people now, they're putting glitter and tinsel and stuff inside the card. So you open it up all innocently. Who's this? Oh, for <laughs> Hiya, what are you doing this year? Well, I'm hoovering now, aren't I? <laughs> you know, these people who, who claim their pets give them presents as well. That's, that's pretty hard to take, isn't it? We had a lovely Christmas and uh, Tabby bought me this lovely mug. World's best cat owner written on it. Did he? Your cat bought you a present. You sure about that? The cat got his little wallet, went out, got on the bus, went to the shops. No thanks, just browsing. Just have one of those mugs with worlds because I can read as well. I'm on So I suggest it wasn't really a present from the cat, unless it's a robin with his innards sucked out. I swear, I felt like I was listening to the British Bob Lacey. Oh I love that guy. What was, what was his name again? Bob what was his... Jack D. We'll, we'll feature him again. We'll find some more of him. I'm sitting here going, oh, it's Bob Lacey, buddy. <laughs> so, so speaking of shopping, the Bob and Sherry store is open for all of your holiday needs. And we are really excited because this week, we are releasing the brand new Bob and Sherry coloring book. It's always something. The coloring book for exasperated adults. Because life is filled with miserable irritation. And sometimes the only way to stay sane is to get a box of crayons and color. Go see that right now at B-O-B-A-N-D-S-H-E-R-I.com. And in the store, 
we got a big old discount going on right now through December 31st. Take 15% off when you spend 100 bucks or more. You could, there's something for everyone at the Bob and Sherry store at bobandsherry.com. This, coincidentally, is Bob and Sherry. Veterans, there's no real way to say thank you for everything you've done for us. But the Bob and Sherry Show is sure going to try. We want to send veterans on vacation. Thanks to our friends at Visit Florida. Just nominate your favorite veteran by going to bobandsherry.com and hitting the contest tab and sharing their story. We could send that veteran and their family to Amelia Island, Florida to stay five nights at Residence Inn by Marriott Amelia Island. Located near the beach, this hotel has spacious suites complete with full kitchens which are perfect for families this also includes an eight-hour fishing charter with pipe dream charters a round of golf at amelia island river club and a lux boho picnic courtesy of lux picnics by less plus round trip flights and a rental car if you're an active military or a veteran florida salutes you bob and sherry are sending veterans on vacation nominate a veteran or yourself today at bob and and hit the contest tab bob and sherry contest rules apply sign up for our newsletter we never spam you never did get bob and sherry exclusives just go to bob and if you're just joining us we just played a hilarious set by a british comedian whose name is jack t uh sherry tell everybody the first time you heard jack t what you thought i i'm listening to it and i turned and looked at my laptop and went it's the british bob lacy so i i hit rewind and started it from the beginning again and went Oh my God! It's the British Bob Lacey in I love every this possible guy. way. Oh, I, I, I want to play. I, I, I want to play a little bit of his set. It's about Christmas cards coming to his house, and then then I want to expand on what I'm doing this year with Christmas cards. Max, you know what I did this year. This is a great tip. You might want to do this. I've attached a shredder to my front door. <laughs> All the Christmas cards just go straight in there. <laughs> Postman comes up, he says, what is that? Don't worry, just keep doing it. Because <laughs> you don't want the, oh, what a hassle, aren't they? The Christmas cards, you've got to open them and read them and see who they're from. And you've got to find somewhere to put it on a mantelpiece and you know, line them up and then some idiot opens the door too quickly. They all go, oh, that's it, Christmas ruined. Look at that, I've got to do that again now, you idiot. So I've, I've decided after um, many years of sending out Christmas cards, and when I say many, I would say probably the last eight or ten years, I've been sending them out. Before that, I didn't. I just didn't. Well, I, I was a single guy, you know, whatever. But when Mary and I got married, I decided, you know, let's get my kids and her kids and we'll take a picture. And it, was, it wasn't a professionally done picture. Just we had one of our friends take the picture in the house, right? And I started sending them out. And I noticed that I would get Christmas cards a little bit late from some people. And they were kind of just, you could tell, they walked into the drugstore and they went, oh, God, I got to get a picture, a Christmas card. can send it to Bob because he sent me that one. And I think it was a burden on some people to send them back or, or it guilt tripped them. Because they weren't going to send out any Christmas cards. And then here I am, you know. And, th- and then there's this one family who I've talked about. And they're very nice people. And they're like Superman and Superwoman. Uh, woman. They're beautiful, 
uh, as parents, they have they have children who are beautiful. Their children are having children, and they're beautiful. They're holding the babies, and you you know the scene. A lot of you get these. They're everybody's in a, a light blue button down uh, cotton shirt with khaki pants and bare feet. You know you know the scene. Sometimes it's on yeah. the beach. Sometimes Those- it's at the stairway of their beautiful home with all the kids going up the stairs and all of that. It's professionally done, and it comes in this, uh, it's not even handwritten, my address. It's embossed. My address is embossed. I've, and, I've never been able to be as good as these people. No. I've never been able to measure up to these people. I admire they them. Must, they have... S- She's very Planning. socially engaged, and she well, is involved with a lot of charities. And, and they're I don't know how much money they spend, but it's a lot. They're organized. They have their lives together because yeah. you don't just you don't just wake up four days before Christmas and send out a Christmas card like that. There no. was planning and photographers and clothing shopping and and everyone's posing. And they always it's always on some sand dune, so they traveled to somewhere. And they yeah. had good weather. I mean, it's and just, set it up. Wow, uh, six months in advance. I know. Yeah, I know. So uh, I think this year I'm just I'm not going to send them out. It's not so much for the family I was just describing. Um, And by the way, you also get an update on what's going on with every single member of their family. And they're all extremely successful and healthy. Everything is perfect. Um, (laughs) And and, and that's fine. And, you know, this may be the last time I mean, I'm not close to them. Right. I'm not I'm not close to them. You know, they were part of a, a previous life of mine and they're just sort of hung on, but they're lovely, lovely people. And they don't know anything about me and what I'm doing and, uh, in my career and, and, you know, my marriage to Mary and all of that. So I think I'm just going to cut it off and just say, <sighs> maybe I'll and- do a group email to my friends up North and maybe I'll do another one of my friends in California, I don't know what I'm going to do, but here's, I don't think I'm sending think. cards because oh. I don't think they want to send them back to me. Here's what I think. I think we are all like so different and tired post pandemic that no one will miss your card. And they'll be a little bit relieved that there's one less thing coming into the house. And that doesn't mean they don't care about you and they wouldn't love to know about all your children's achievements or whatever. I just think we are all so fried. You think so? I and think if that's we could what just, uh, If we could just announce that, people, we are yeah. all so fried. And you have permission to be just crispy around the edges. Right. And you don't have to do anything more than the absolute minimum. And good luck to you. So uh, give, the, give the, yourself that grace. The question yeah. did come up this week. Bridget says, so what are we going to dress up Mojo as? For this year's Christmas card. Whoa, good luck. <laughs> I said, well, don't we have some outfits we can... Oh, we can't use what we've used before. People will know that. Will they? No, we won't. <laughs> will they? No, we won't. <laughs> I can't tell you if Mojo was wearing a Santa outfit or um, a Shea Guevara outfit. I, I just don't know. You could dress him as anything. It's fine. Save the money. And if you do dress him up, just shoot me an email or a text. 
Don't feel like you need to go to the trouble of printing stuff I'll, and licking I'll a tell stamp. you what, Sherry. I'll, I'll send this off. We can put it on our Facebook page, what we had last year, what he dressed up in. I love it. I love that's it. it. There that's we all, go. That's all you, yeah, that's all you let's need all be, Let's all be easy on ourselves. Ho, ho, ho. It's right, Bob exactly. and Sherry. From sleep training to sex tips, if you have questions, I have answers. Hi, everyone. I'm Dr. Kim, your confidant and host of the Parentologist podcast. Each week on the show, we dig into relevant topics related to everything parenting, marriage, current events, and mental health. You'll feel like you're in the room and part of the conversation. So please join me and get your weekly dose of expert-level advice and resources from me and my guests in a relatable, easy-to-digest way. Listen to the Parentologist podcast now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Facebook, the Twitter, the Instagram, you know, that's how your mom describes them. We're on all of them, and we would love to have you come hang out with us on any of our social media. Hit up our Facebook for stuff you hear every day on the show. Talk to us on Twitter. Shoot us a message on Instagram. We want to hear from you, and we want to follow you back. Plus, it's always Catterday right around the corner, and we're looking at your pics. That's Bob and Sherry on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and our website, B-O-B-A-N-D-S-H-E-R-I.com. Sign up for our newsletter, and you could win a $50 Visa gift card. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Facebook. 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 Follow Bob and Cherry on Facebook. Get all kinds of great stuff. One billion. That is how many active users Facebook now has. Facebook. 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 She switches on her computing machine and looks to see what her friends have been up to on Facebook, the electric friendship generator. There's this thing called Facebook. Facebook. Facebook page. We have five likes. You name it. News channel, YouTube, Hulu, Facebook, Twitter, dot this, dot that, dot everything. It's the whole enchilada. Or you can follow Bob and Sherry on Twitter, at Bob and Sherry. Twitter? Twitter. What are you tweeting? And we'd love to hear from you. DM us on Facebook or Twitter anytime. Just follow me here. No one. Won't you follow us on Twitter? So get social with Bob and Sherry on Facebook, Twitter, or at Bob and Sherry on Instagram. When I was coming up, Instagram was a dope deal. You know what I'm saying? Get details at BobandSherry.com. Bob and Sherry Books, Swag, and the Mother of All Mothers Merch. Just hit shop at bobandsherry.com. It's talkback time. Let's go to the phones at 844-52-SHERRY. That's 844-52-SHERRY. Or you can download our free app, Google Play in the Apple Store. And there's a little microphone in the very bottom center of the screen. And if you tap it and talk, the app will do the rest. Hey, Bob and Sherry. Uh, Sherry, I have a question. I heard you mention a while ago that you um, always match your bra and undies and I just have a couple questions about that. (laughs) I'm just um, I'm like wondering how matchy matchy does this need to be? I'm kind of just curious like what if you're wearing you know like a black skirt and you know a nice white button down shirt like how would that work? I just have some (laughs) questions. And looking for clarification. Love you guys. Bye. Well, it, when isn't it fun to talk about underwear? So <laughs> what you have to do, you have to you have to strategize what you're wearing. Like if you're wearing a white shirt, you have got to wear taupe or nude colored. Um, you have to wear a taupe or nude colored bra. Because a white bra will show under a white shirt. And a black bra will show under a white shirt. Although... There are times for a black bra under a white shirt. That can be very, very sexy. It's just 
church and an office job and an interview would not be that place. So you wear like nude colored underwear when you're wearing a white shirt, top and bottom. Now I hear what you're saying about the black skirt, but unless I'm planning to get up on a table and dance, I'm assuming no one's going to look up my skirt and see my underwear. So I always, I always, always, always choose based on the shirt that I'm wearing. And um, for, cause I've had other people say to me, yeah, but you don't, like, can't you wear a bra more than more than once? Yes, absolutely. Which is why, like, if you have a black bra, you have five pairs of black panties that go with that black bra. If you have a leopard print bra, you have five pairs of leopard print panties that go with that. And so on and so on and so on. This is the only thing, this is the only corner of my life that has anything remotely approaching, like, grown woman uh, coolness about it. The rest of my life is a crazy, overflowing, chaotic, dance mom, cat lady circus. But my undergarments, now I got that game tight. Absolutely tight. Now, Bob, this is your chance to feel happy because you've been in radio your whole career and you have never been allowed to be the guy on the radio who talks about women's underwear. So here's your chance. Enjoy. Pass. (laughs) there's nowhere to go for you is there i can't think of anywhere outside of hell um you know i I, can i be honest about this as far as the shirts and the uh, the bras go Mm -hmm. um it was a different era completely but i can remember like in uh, middle school or high school if uh, a girl came in into uh, the classroom and she was wearing a uh, white shirt, a somewhat sheer, but I mean, not real sheer, but just, you know, kind of a regular cotton white shirt. And she had a, bra- a black bra on. And seemingly it happened a lot. I, I could not concentrate. Now, I'm not staring at her, but I'm thinking, I can see Kathy's. Oh, if because I it's. To. It's a very provocative look. That's why I said you but wouldn't wear a black bra. But they weren't trying to be bra. provocative. They, they were, these were girls in 10th grade, right? 11th grade. Um, and it was a thing that they just did. And I just always thought that it was provocative. But why are you being provocative in, you know, Miss Ferguson's social studies class in 10th grade? Um, duh, like, duh. Happened all the time. Happened all the time. We wore uniforms. This is one of the reasons I could not uh, become a great student, I think. We wore uniforms. And number one, if you could see anything underneath that burgundy double-knit polyester vest, good luck, Mr. X-Ray Specs. But if we had, if I had shown up in a black bra and a white shirt, I would have been dress coded and put it and sent home. Like I would mm-hmm. not have been able to get away with that. Those girls, that was that, Catholic that, school. That was this not a mistake, public. Bob. That was not a mistake. That was intentionally provocative. It's in the, that tenth, has in always, the 10th grade. I don't believe it was. I don't, I don't believe it was intentional. Okay. So 16 year old girls see, like, I don't think you ever were a 16 year old girl, but I was, and we knew exactly what we were doing, even though we didn't, necessarily think it all the way through we knew exactly what we were doing hell i went to school with girls who in eighth grade the minute we got off of school property 
they would roll their the waistband of their uniform skirt way down and make it into like a super duper mini skirt unbutton three buttons on the peter pan collar white cotton blouse and that was eighth grade how was i I expected to do well how was i I love that you live in a world where you think that high school students are not aware of provocative dressing that's well i will never think of mary devita in any other in in the same way again That is insane. All right, coming up. Today is Cyber Monday. Pause from your online shopping at work. Pretend to look busy because we have the biggest Cyber Monday scams that you need to be on the lookout for so you don't get caught today. It's Bob and Sherry. The Bob and Sherry store is restocked with the book Cooking with Cats. Sherry Lynch's cookbook with great recipes and pictures, of course, of lots of cats. He's a man's man. And now available, the book of Bob. That makes me so happy. Sherry has written down Bob's proclamations and witticisms over the years. Really? (laughs) And now in book form. I'm fabulous. But it's not available any place but at the Bob and Sherry store. I am sorry for living. At BobandSherry.com. The new and improved Bob and Sherry website. Just go to BobandSherry.com. Over the weekend, I picked up a copy of Men's Health. It was at one of the kids' houses. And um, there was an article in there about Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, who I love. 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 And he was describing to Men's Health how he gets his incredible Dwayne Johnson, The Rock body. And he does it by eating six meals a day. And I just thought... Well, that's not fair. He eats six meals a day and he looks like The Rock. I eat six meals a day and I look like Tinky Lala and Poe. There's just no justice in this universe. But here's here's what he does. He um he eats meat like he eats bison. Like he eats really, really pure, clean, grass fed, blah, blah, blah. He has a conditioning coach. And of course, he has a couple of chefs. Like at breakfast, the rock eats eggs and bison and oatmeal and like some blueberries, which sounds pretty good. You would jump it on does. that, right? Yeah, yeah. And then he has then he has second breakfast um, a few hours later, about ten o'clock in the morning. And then he has rice and chicken and, and maybe a salad. And then for dinner, again, it's the protein: chicken, fish, steak, buffalo. And he might have a sweet potato and some greens to go along with that. So you can see that he's eating like all of these really um, healthy things. And, mm-hmm. and then he'll do that. So like he has breakfast twice, lunch twice, and dinner twice. And that's how he gets to his six meals a day. But he mm-hmm. does have cheat days. And like what does he have on a cheat day? He eats pancakes or cookies or ice cream or whatever he pleases on his cheat days. And then... In addition to eating six meals a day, he's at the gym six days a week for hours and hours and hours and hours. That's that that's one of the reasons why he can do that. Yeah, that's yeah. one of the reasons. You know, it's a funny thing. Um, when my dog, when I take the dog to, let's say, the beach and he's running and he's crashing in the water and he's running like a maniac or I take him out for an extra long walk or a couple of long walks during the he will eat more. If he's just lying around the house, you know, he'll he'll eat some of his dinner, but sometimes he just passes on it. So, I mean, we're all animals and 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 that's the way it is. If if you're burning calories, you're going to want more food to replenish. You know, um being able to do that though, like that's his job. His job is looking like right. that. 
That's right. right. The the average person, we were talking before Thanksgiving about Mark Mark Wahlberg's schedule where he gets up around 3.30 in the morning and mm-hmm. works out all day and eats nothing but like super healthy protein. And then he goes to bed at 7.30 at night. That that doesn't work for most people. No. That's his I mean, whole models are the best that. example. Mo- certain actors and actresses and models are the best example because a model, let's say it's a female model. She's a runway model. You know, um, people laugh at what they have to go through. And very often they do things to their bodies to stay thin that are not very healthy. But that is how they make their living. And they're going to be walking, you know, around wearing next to nothing or uh, in, in, in underwear in front of all these people. And people are very critical. So they have to go through those regimens, whether it's working out or just, or just eating less. The thing that gets scary is, do you remember when, and I guess it was true, this was 10 years ago, 12 years ago, models were eating cotton balls just to soaked fill Soaked in orange juice, yeah. Is that, is that yeah. what they were soaked in? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. That can't be good. That's not a good way yeah. to go through life. I mean, I, they're always More Q-tips, hungry. Kathy? <laughs> <laughs> who who was I? I was reading somewhere. It was a model, and she said it was just awful. Like I was hungry for eight years. Yeah, and I thought, okay, that the willpower and the grit and the discipline to be mm-hmm. hungry for eight solid years. How much would that they is have grit. to? How much, Bob, is American Eagle paying you to be their model for you, Bob Lacey? You're very food motivated for you to be hungry for eight years. How much do you need to pull down a year? Seriously. You, you don't think I could do better than American Eagle? I mean, nothing about American Eagle. You know, it's fine. But that's the brand you, you chose. You, know? you got to break in it's somewhere. A, I mean, you're a nobody of, right now. You know, I just gave you. You're the face of American Eagle. Why, not, why am I not the face of Prada or something like that? You know? You'd say Laurent. American nah, Eagle. you're mm, maybe Ralph Lauren. You would never be the face of Prada. I need a million dollars. I need two million dollars a year to, to be hungry for balls. eight straight years. Yeah, to eat cotton balls. Because <laughs> when those cotton I'm balls so, get rotten, you can't eat much cotton. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna need a couple. I'm surprised that you're willing to do it for two million a year, considering that you come completely unglued. If your blood sugar drops for 15 minutes. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm going to be one of those models who's also a penny, you know? Well, that's why they all look so sullen and tired. because That is starving. why. They're starving. <laughs> all right, straight ahead. Do not get scammed this Cyber Monday. Pause in your online shopping and listen to what we have for you next. It's Bob and Sherry. You read it once. Don't believe that. And then you read it again. I can't believe this. It's Bob and Sherry's. I can't believe this. I cannot believe this. Happy Cyber Monday. There are some really, really good deals out there, but there are also some really crappy people that are waiting to pounce on you and rip you off. Pop up spam scams, social engineering scams, malware, malvertising, phishing. It's all out there. So before you spend the rest of your workday covertly shopping online today, here are some online Cyber Monday scams that you absolutely have to pay attention to. And here, here's the old saying, if it's too good to be true, it's probably not true. So let's say you're, you know, you're uh, cruising around and you're using Google or another search engine and you're looking for the best deal on 
you know, a gaming console or a leather jacket or whatever it is. Cyber criminals and scammers pay to have their websites pushed to the top of your Google search, which gives you the impression that they're legitimate, right? If it's the first couple of things in your Google search, it must be real because you get you, it tricks you into thinking that it's so legit that lots and lots and lots of people have used it, but they pay for that. And if you click on one of those phony websites, it can not only load your um, computer up with malware, but they can just be stealing your money. Like you'll input your credit card and it's bogus. So um, be very, very careful when you click on one of those um, companies, brands or stores on the top of your Google search. Look at the web address and make sure that the store's name is spelled correctly or the brand's name is spelled correctly. And make sure that there is an S after HTTP. That S tells you that the site is secure. And believe me, I promise you that like um, Adidas is not going to misspell its own name in a web address. I so got one they, yesterday. Before I forget, I, you are so was right. It what legit? You're, what was you're it, telling was people. Was it not legit? It was, uh, I assume it was not legit. I forget what the product is, but I'm, and it wasn't Dunkin' Donuts, but I'm just going to pull that out of the, out of the sky because I'm having some Dunkin' coffee this morning. Um, it was, um, a bill for, um, $81, uh, spent and it came from the address was D-U-N space K space and it was spelled Dunkin' Donuts, but not all the way Dunkin' Donuts would. It was like Duckin' Donuts, you know? Yeah, there was just a little totally something a off. And I looked at it and I went, you are criminals. You're trying to steal money from me. So be very careful with that. And the other, the other thing that I'm getting is the phone scam this time of the year where uh, I got one yesterday saying, thank you for choosing PayPal for your $681 charge. If this is not you, please press one. So I, you look at it and you go, I didn't use PayPal for $681. I'm going to press one and let them know that. No, 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 no. Now they've hooked you. Now, and I don't know what they do with you at that point, but you are exactly right. You've got to look it's, at every little thing that comes in on your phone and on your laptop. I got an email the other day from Walmart telling me that this was my final notice. And I was like, first of all, Walmart, don't use that tone with me, okay? Because we both know that it will never be my final notice, that your doors <laughs> right. will be open to me, even if I'm That's wheeled right. in as a rotting corpse, okay? <laughs> so don't use that tone, Walmart. And it was some bogus, and I knew it was bogus. And a good way to check that it's bogus, click on the sender address. Because if it's from Walmart, it's going to be like from walmart.com. It's not going to be from Glenn underscore 2424 right. Jackson net, you right. know, at Gmail. Okay. It's just not. All right. Here's the next scam. When you get an offer for a deal that is so amazing and then you look and the offer has a zip file attachment, that's completely bogus. Do not click it. Delete, delete, delete. And do not open that zip file. Because what they're looking at, that's like malware or ransomware. Walmart, Target, The Gap, they're not sending you zip files. I promise right. you. Next scam. Public Wi-Fi data swipe. 
oh my God, do not do your banking or send your credit card information on public Wi-Fi. If you have to be out in the world, get you a VPN. Next scam, social media scammers. Um, Cyber criminals know that you're looking for a really good deal today. And they're going to be trying to lure you in with giveaways. And it'll be like, share this on your Facebook for an extra discount. No, no, no. Real brands, real stores, they don't do that kind of thing. Finally, text message phishing, which is what Bob is talking about. You get a text message alerting you that there's been suspicious activity in your PayPal or your Apple Pay or your bank account. And there's a phone number for you to call. And this email says it's coming from Bank of America. But again, when you click the email address, it's Peggy Loves Dolphins underscore 25 at Hotmail. Okay? That is not how Bank of America contacts customers. Do not. Well, that's easy call. to spot. It's, it's the, the ones that are hard to spot where it is Bank of America, but it's B A N C of America. Yeah. Or it, they just changed the actual name of the company by a couple of letters. Don't call the go, number. Yeah, yeah. Don't call don't, the number. And, do not. And by the way, would you really want to trust a bank that didn't know how to spell bank? Of course you wouldn't. <laughs> if bank is misspelled, that's obviously not Bank of America. Right. So there you go. We'll post this up on um, the Bob and Sherry Facebook so that if you see something really hinky today, you can go go look at this and go, oh, yeah, that's what they were talking about. Do not give scammers your money, okay? You need that money for your Nigerian prince who's going to give right. you millions if you'll just help him out. It's Bob and Sherry. Veterans, there's no real way to say thank you for everything you've done for us. But the Bob and Sherry Show is sure going to try. We want to send veterans on vacation. Thanks to our friends at Visit Florida. Just nominate your favorite veteran by going to BobandSherry.com and hitting the contest tab and sharing their story. We could send that veteran and their family to Amelia Island, Florida to stay five nights at Residence Inn by Marriott Amelia Island. Located near the beach, this hotel has spacious suites complete with full kitchens, which are perfect for families. This also includes an eight-hour fishing charter with pipe Dream Charters, a round of golf at Amelia Island River Club, and a Lux Boho Picnic, courtesy of Lux Picnics by Les, plus round-trip flights and a rental car. If you're an active military or a veteran, Florida salutes you. Bob and Sherry are sending veterans on vacation. Nominate a veteran or yourself today at BobandSherry.com and hit the contest tab. Bob and Sherry contest rules apply. Bob and Sherry Books, Swag, and the Mother of All Mothers Merch. Just hit shop at bobandsherry.com. And now on the Bob and Sherry Show, it's another exciting episode of Things Bob Didn't Know. What a feature this, what a great feature this is. It's a goldmine for us. Things Bob Didn't Know. I mean, we could do it like every single day, five or six times a day if we wanted to. I just, I just love it. You know? It's just feel like I'm making such a contribution to the project. Okay, here's the first thing I didn't know. Um, cats were a common wedding gift among Vikings due to their association with the goddess of luck, Frisia. Men favored women who loved cats back in Viking times. They liked women better who loved cats, believing that it increased the likelihood of a happy marriage. That was proven to be untrue. 
completely untrue. But the Vikings found that was untrue? No, I found that that was untrue. Oh, never, never. When you see the sheriff curled up at night, um, pretending he's watching something while he actually naps with three cats wrapped around his head and perched up under his chin, that is a happy man. That is a very Oh, you think it is? He's unconscious. He's trying to forget where he is and what his life has become. (laughs) That's what it is. The man is totally unconscious. That's right. He's loving. He is loving. He's a dog man. His best life. The dog man. Um, This I didn't know. This Uh, Steve Jobs would not, when he was alive, would not give you an autograph. He was anti-autograph. I'm looking at a letter that somebody got on May 11th, 1983, and it's a Mr. Varen, and he lives in Imperial Beach, California. And here is what Steve Jobs wrote back to him: "Dear Mr. Varen." I'm honored that you'd write, but I'm afraid I don't sign autographs. Sincerely, Steve Jobs. And of course, he signed it. (laughs) Autographed. He he autographed it. The first recorded labor strike took place in ancient Egypt in 1170 by tomb workers. After the grain supply was repeatedly late, workers stopped working and demanded prompt pay. Because it was the first of its kind, the management back then in ancient Egypt didn't know how to react, and they caved to the demands of the world. How about that? It was like the first strike. Fantastic. Way back then, 1170. Oh, this one. In 1518, in the small French town of Strasbourg, a young woman whose name was Frau Tofia started dancing uncontrollably in the streets. Her dancing continued for days and days. She did not stop dancing for days. And on the third day, her shoes were soaked with blood. She attracted over 30 people to join her, which catalyzed the dancing plague of 1518. I've never heard of the dancing plague of 1518. People were dying from it because this woman just would not stop dancing. She was a dancing machine, just like the Jacksons said. I feel like I've lived that life with my youngest, the dancing You know, plague. you have. You actually have. I really have. dancing machine. So there's a few more things that I did not know, and I will end with this one because the holidays are right around the corner. 27% of Americans 18 and older have completely cut off contact with a family member. 27%. Yeah, Isn't that something? It's pretty high. Well, maybe this is the Christmas you'll get back together. It's Bob and Sherry. Bob and Sherry with the People's Movie Critic Lamar. You know, it had a little balcony and kids would get up the balcony and they'd get the candy and they'd throw it. At the price of candy today, if I'm a theater guy, I hope they're throwing it. Throw it! Hey, Lamar, for $8 a bag, I eat the M&M's and then I eat the bag. I'm not throwing (laughs) it. I tried to burp up the taste a couple of times. I mean, you know what I mean? (laughs) If you think us Baptists don't speak to each other in the liquor store, you should have seen us avoiding each other last night. I love Bill Murray. I mean, for me, Bill Murray's like bacon. And who doesn't like bacon, okay? I mean, they're both comforting, they trigger wonderful memories, and they both make you feel 
really, really good. Unless you're a vegan. And let's be honest, the only thing that brings joy to a vegan is to be able to tell other people they're vegan. Okay, that's that's it. <laughs> Listen for his reviews every Friday and get all his reviews at BobandSherry.com. Now, let's open up the Bob and Sherry Archive Vault. Kim, you got robbed at Christmas time at the liquor store? Absolutely. What happened? I um, I always tipple a little through the holiday dinner. And uh, if it's possible, I think maybe my family is worse than yours, Sherry. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, I was uh, sneaking out to the ABC store on Christmas Eve. And I always do this and try not to let my family know because they would absolutely go berserk. So your family they does not drink. partake? Um, no, not not during Christmas dinner. So <laughs> you're saying you were, sneak- or something, but you were not, sneaking not, out from the yeah. family to buy liquor and, and you were going to like go to your room and take a little sip every now and then? Absolutely. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so I um, go into the ABC store, I get my liquor, and I come out and I just have my wallet empty. Uh, uh-huh. Just the vodka in my hand. Uh-huh. And I'm getting in my car, and I hear someone running behind me. And I turn around, and as soon as I do, there's a guy standing there with a knife. And he says, give me your wallet. And I toss the wallet into the passenger passenger side floorboard. And um, he snatches my bottle of liquor out of my hand. Uh-oh. And he says to me again, give me your wallet. And so by this point, I'm absolutely terrified. I have nothing to defend myself, and the parking lot is empty. And, of course, I was the last customer in the store that evening. So they're actually shutting down. I live in a very small town, by the way, too. So the town is just dead. And uh, I actually lean over to get my wallet to give it to the guy because I'm in fear for my life. And then he just says, screw it. And he takes my liquor <laughs> and goes off running. That is just one of the most... Biz- it, that's like out of a Coen Brothers movie. You know? Oh, I was absolutely terrified. You know, in, in retrospect, it's... I know what you were terrified of. You were terrified of going back to the house and saying, <laughs> I was just robbed in front of the liquor store. <laughs> well, that's the bad part is everyone found out because I called the cops. Oh, and filed oh, a report. Oh, they did? No. Oh, <laughs> man. So, I, I'd hit... <laughs> During the time that it was happening, and, and probably is the reason that he ran away, is I hit the panic button on my remote. And so one of the employees from the ABC store was coming out, and yeah, we called the cops and had to file a report. And so, yes, everyone in the family found out that I was at the ABC store. So for years now, you're going to be Aunt Kim, who was robbed oh. at the liquor store on Christmas oh, Eve. Terrible. Oh, man. What were you more bothered by, Kim? The prospect of your family finding out you were robbed at the liquor store or of having to go back without that vodka and spend the rest of the day with these people sober? Or your family knowing? Probably having to be sober the rest of the day. I guessed that. (laughs) You said they were worse than my family, so I guessed it. God, how would you like to be Kim, though? You know, you're going for a little, as she said, sip. little tipple. little tipple. And one of the kids walks in and... Aunt Kim is hitting this bottle straight. God, Kim, that's tough. Uh, you know, that could have been way worse. It could have been worse. 
It could have been so much worse, Kim. That liquor store could have been closed when you got there. Yeah, that's exactly. Well put, Sherry. Well put, Sherry. (laughs) Bob and Sherry ask, do you know a crazy cat person? Are you crazy? We are not crazy. Are you a crazy cat person? Well. Time to out yourself and proclaim to the world your love of your kitty best friend. Well. It's the My Life is All About My Cat line in the Bob and Sherry store with T-shirts available in an assortment of colors with the perfect style for you. Unisex, women's, and even tank tops in sizes small to 3X. Or you can have tea or coffee with your kitty pal with ceramic mugs that also say My Life is All About My Cat. And of course, Sherry's award-winning Cooking with Cats is chock full of great recipes and fun photos of felines frolicking in the kitchen with shirts drinkware, and a cookbook, the Bob and Sherry store has your crazy cat person covered this holiday season, even if it's you. Yeah, they're crazy, but they're a lot of fun. Just hit shop at bobandsherry.com. Leave us a talk back. talk back with the free Bob and Sherry app. Some people are just really hard to shop for. You want to give them a gift, you know, but they're a mm-hmm. little quirky and they have everything and they don't right. want anything. So in honor of Cyber Monday, since you're shopping all day today at work anyway, I found um, a really cool website called weirdthingsforsale.com and they mm-hmm. link you out to like Amazon or Etsy or wherever it is. And, and basically, and these are not like gross, like this isn't like, you know, taxidermy dog paws. It's nothing like that. It's just kind of like off kilter stuff that, you know, is different that you may not yeah, have found on unique. your own. Like for... Yeah, like for example, um, you can buy a little uh, tin of sushi push pins for somebody that's into sushi. My personal favorite, the runaway alarm clock. We've talked about this. This is for snooze alarm people. It's an alarm clock on wheels. And when your alarm goes off, the alarm clock itself takes off. You can't hit the snooze button because it's <laughs> zooming across the floor. You guys, it's only like 24 bucks. If there is a snooze alarm junkie in your life, they need the runaway alarm clock. I (laughs) wish I could have given this to Olivia back in the day. So Um, so you have to get up to turn it off is what it comes down to. You you absolutely have to get up to turn it off. Um, Let's see. Here's a fun stocking stuffer. An edible zebra tarantula. It comes in a little can. If you have somebody Mm. that, you know, might be inclined to that. A hand grenade ice mold. Um, here's something fun, Bob. Hander pants. They're fingerless <laughs> gloves that look like tidy whities. Okay, stop right there. When Hampton, <laughs> when Hampton was uh, how old was Hampton? Nine years old. And uh, we were Mary and I were first married and everything. We all moved into the house. Her two kids, Mary and me. I took him out for a day, and there was a quirky little store that sold, you know, candies that are no longer available, uh, just unique candies he had never seen, and potato chips that were gourmet potato chips, and uh, hander pants. <laughs> and oh my God. and it, it's, it's, it's like underwear. It looks like tidy whitey underwear, but in gloves, and your fingers stick through it. So he's walking around and I think I'm going to buy him like some sort of a comic book or something, you know, retro. He came around. He said, I so want these. (laughs) You want underwear gloves? He goes, yeah, I want them very much. And he says, I know they're expensive. And it was like $4.95. I said, I'm going to get them for you. 
I ha- it took me a while to explain that to his mother. She said, what is, it, what's that? Looks like underwear. Looks like tiny whitey gloves. Yeah. Well, that's what your son wanted. He <laughs> had them for, yeah, he had them for like a year. Well, this is a really, if you are listening to us in a snowy place where you know you're going to get you some winter, you are going to want to run and get yourself these. They're called sled legs. And they're these two, like, imagine ski runners that you strap on, they go from like your knee to your ankle and you strap them on your legs and then you run and you fall to your knees and you slide on your sled legs. Mm. Okay. Conceptually, I can see it working. I can also oh, see some hospital visits <laughs> with them. Oh, I think it looks like... I think it looks like so much fun. Now, if you have some bucks, because this is $250, but it is so cool looking. It's a little glass fireplace that goes on your tabletop. So it's like um, rectangular with glass yeah. on all four sides and mm-hmm. a steel base. And mm-hmm. it, I guess it has one of those chemical fire things in there. You light it up and you have an actual fire encased in glass on your table. I like tell that. Me that wouldn't be cool if you had yeah, 250 like that. bucks. Here's Very a, fu- oh my God, I love this one too. If you have a Star Wars fan in your life, go ahead and get ready to buy them the Darth Vader toaster. Not only does the toaster, is it black with Darth's helmet? So the toaster itself looks like Darth yeah. Vader. Yeah. But you guys, it has a pattern in the heating element. When your toast comes out, it has Darth Vader's face on it. Wow. That's fantastic. Ask me how much that is. How much would you be willing to pay for Darth Vader toast? $103. Max, how much would you pay for Darth Vader toast? Uh, I know more than 50 bucks. Well, guess what, suckers? It's $34.99. Ho, ho, ho. Wow, we'll post a we'll post a link to this up on the Bob and Sherry Facebook. We're gonna play the box office game next. It's Bob and Sherry. So Mary got Psychology Today magazine because she is a psychologist and just opened it up. I had nothing to do, and there was this article: Twelve Ways to Make Friends in Midlife. Finding it harder to make friends as you age? Try these tips. I had to force myself to read it, but, you know, I do the show. So I said, look, just go ahead and read it and then tell the people maybe they're out there looking for some new friends. So here we go. Uh, Number one is make the decision that friendship is important to you. Um, It is important to me. You know, it is important to me. I'm not so sure about new ones. I just think that I've got enough of them. But anyway. Number two, realize that making, refer, uh, making new friends requires a deliberate uh, effort. My wife is so good at that. She sets up block parties. She sets up dinner parties. She goes and visits people. She takes flowers to somebody who's sick. She's just great at that. And, and that's what you have to do. You have to make a deliberate effort. And I, and I think I could do that. Take responsibility <laughs> for ordering do a get-together. Do you think I you do. could do that? Yeah, yeah. I, I could do that. Yeah. Under Take what respo- circumstances do you think you would do that? Not that you could do that, but that you would do that. Because hmm? I think uh, you could do that. You know, Realize that making friends takes a deliberate effort? Yeah, I could realize or, that. Or make the deliberate effort. You know, to or making actually, the deliberate effort? To make the friends, yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Well, describe yeah. the deliberate effort. I mean, how deliberate is it? How much you effort know the is part it, the part where you put some effort out and at the end of it you have a new friend. <laughs> what are the odds? I I think I I think I could do that. I um, know you could do that. <laughs> there you are with the could again. But do Number you? three, take responsibility for organizing a get together. All right, let's just move along. Number four, don't take it personally if your attempts at friendship flounder. That would hurt my feelings. That would hurt my feelings. Yeah. If I make the effort, you know, hey, Bruce, how you doing? Yeah. Listen, I'm going to be out in the boat. Would you like to go out? Mary's, a- you can't go again? Okay. That would hurt my feelings. Promote former colleagues to friends. So you had a problem, you know. So you're in a, a, a work situation, right? You're in a work situation, and it's somebody you see every day, but they're not really your friend, but you like to see them. And so you just make the effort to say, this is not just a working friend, a, a colleague. This is my new friend. We just happen to work at the same place. I could see, I think I've, I've been in that situation. Now, all the new friends were women, you know, and I was well, single, I mean, but nonetheless, they were, they were, were friends. Some friends. Yeah, yeah, there were, were some friends. friends. Uh, 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 promote neighbors to friends. If, if all of a sudden you promoted a neighbor to friend status and then something went wrong with a relationship, he still lives here. He still lives right down the street. And I got to drive by. And there he is outside, you know, raking the leaves. And I got to drive by. We're no longer friends. That's awkward. Yeah, that would be bad. Get back in touch with old friends. I have done that. And I highly recommend that. I got back in touch with high school friends that I had not seen since uh, I was in my early 20s. And we get together every uh, year or two. And it's great. And I send Christmas cards. And that's one of the best things that I've done. Be bold and invite yourself into groups. How do I get into this group? What group would I want to be in? I don't know what group you'd want to be in either. In fact, I I can't think of any group that you would want to be a part of. Oh, you, you can't like think groups. of any group in the whole world that I would like to be a part of. Yeah, no, you don't like groups. How about, how about a golf a golf group? Also, I ski. How about like the, you know, the, uh, okay. the traveling no. skiers? Okay, when was the last time you skied? And also, you do like golf, but not with strangers. Yeah, I haven't skied in about five years, so that's true. <laughs> the traveling skiers. Oh, yes. The traveling skiers. Oh, yes. Your, yeah. my, your name came right to mind. <laughs> uh, join a group that meets regularly. Oh, you'd hate that. You would. Every week. Know that you don't have to have a best friend. I had a best friend. Uh, I, I knew him. His name was Jeff. I knew him when we were both 19. We've known, and I made him my gold best friend, you know? And then someone came along and said, hmm, he's your gold best friend. How much money does he help you make? Oh, he doesn't help you make any money? And yet he's still your gold best friend. Jeff is now my silver best friend. And he's fine with that. He is absolutely fine with that. Well, he has no choice. He has no choice. It's Bob and Sherry. 
At the Bob and Sherry Show, we love a good cat or day photo. And we want to post your kitty best friend on our Instagram. Just send us a photo of your furry friend or you and your furry friend, and you could see them on our socials. Plus, you could pick up some great swag, including a surprise catnip toy from Dr. Pussums and your very own Bob and Sherry photo frame. Just submit your pics to bobandsherry.com on the contest tab. Every day is Catter Day from Dr. Pussums and Bob and Sherry. Instant access to the podcast, podcast, and fun side. Just download the free Bob and Sherry app. You know, sometimes I'll get like an email and, and I should delete it because it's spam, but there's something in the clickbaity headline that attracts me. And this got me. And so I did a deep dive on this product. And if it works, I just think it's the coolest thing ever. It is a motion-activated security camera that can do a full 360, re- records in HD, no wires, no batteries, no monthly fees, and it screws into a light bulb socket. So wow. what you do, <clears throat> you it's called the light bulb camera. You screw this bad boy into like, you know, everybody's got a light by their front door, for example, right? You mm-hmm. take the light bulb out, you screw this camera in, you download the app, you scan the QR code, you hook it up to your Wi-Fi, mm-hmm. and that's it. You're done. And this thing, it does, like I said, a full 360. So it can it can see, it can spin around and see everything that it can see from that position. Um, and it is, like I said, it's motion activated. Um, because it connects to your Wi-Fi, you you're not you don't have to pay like a subscription fee or a monthly service. Mm-hmm. Right. <clears throat> it sets off an alarm that you you have a button like you because you're using it on the app. You can yeah. tap the app and use an alarm to scare somebody off. You uh-huh. can use your um, phone that it has two way audio capacity again through the app. So there's somebody out on your front porch. This light bulb camera is looking at them, and you've got your phone talking to them via the app. It has night vision. It, it I, don't, I don't even, I can hardly believe that this thing is real. And so I thought, okay, um, all right, I, I, this sounds really cool. This is probably like $1,000. No, I think it was like 40, I had, they offered me a promo code. It was 48 bucks or something. I'll, Technology I'll post the link to is it. getting so, in many ways, getting so cheap. It's getting so cheap. I, I bet that thing is uh, activated by movement too isn't it? Because yeah, it's, it's you motion. would want to know. I mean, you, you don't want to be having to go out there every five minutes and look, you know, is anybody out there? You want it to activate when there's movement. And it might be a deer if you live in the country or in a suburban area, but it might be somebody that is, uh, you know, not a good guy. That's I pretty think, cool. That's I pretty cool. This, $49. Jeez. It, it probably costs, I mean, it's supposed to probably cost more, but they sent me a promo code for like, I don't uh-huh. know, half off or something. Um, I'm blown away by this. Like, I don't know if you ever tried this. I tried this in my house because my kids were always complaining that the Wi-Fi didn't, wasn't strong enough in their bedroom. So you can get light bulbs that are Wi-Fi boosters. Mm-hmm. You put them into a lamp and it allegedly boosts the Wi-Fi in the room. Right. I, I tried that. I mean, I don't know if it worked or not. Um, I was I going just, to I do that. Know. I never got around to it. It just, it's, that's what it seemed like. It seemed like maybe it'll work, but you couldn't be sure. A hundred percent. You couldn't be sure. But this, I am so tempted because we yeah. have, we have ring on our front door. 
but mm-hmm. I would love to try this out on like the you side should. door. Yeah. And see if this works. It just looks too cool for words. The light it's bulb a cool camera. Idea. So yeah. anyway, I'll, I'll post a link so you can go check it out too. It's Bob and Sherry. Hey, thank you so much for listening to the Bob and Sherry podcast and the Bob and Sherry Oddcast. We would love if you would subscribe, rate and review and share it with a friend on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, wherever you go. And thank you again for listening.